Welcome back to Bang Bang, Bang Cult. Yay! We did it together. We did. I think that's the first time we've done that. <laughs> so I'm proud. Maybe. Yeah, I'm so proud. Okay, today, well, this will be the first episode that comes out after I move. So we decided to do home state cults. Yes. Yeah. So this should be a fun little introduction to our history. Yeah. And also sadness because, yeah, you're moving. Yeah, that too. But we're going to still keep going. We're not going to end. Just we won't be in the same room. Yeah, exactly. We'll just be doing this from 2,600 miles apart. Okay. That's just depressing. (laughs) But yay technology because we can. Yes. So we will keep it going. Don't you worry, guys. All right. Don't you worry. I guess I'll, I'm going to do the honors. Yeah, you do it. Because it's been a while. Okay. Um, Just flipping, flipping. And we're at heads. Oh, I get to go first. That was a good flip. It was a good flip. It landed in a weird place, but I accept it. Okay. So, I'm from Florida. In case you guys didn't know that. Where all the craziness happened. Yeah. Um, Sadly, though, I will be telling no tales of Florida, man. But this is a Florida woman. Ah. Well, okay. but not your stereotypical kind. I mean, kind of. So, we're going to talk about the House of Prayer. Ooh. And guys, I have to apologize in advance. I don't have my laptop, so I hand wrote my notes. And they're they're just all over the place. So, we're going to take you on another wild ride. Yeah, it's going to be really wild. Okay. So, Anna Young... She came to Florida via, like, Chicago and Atlanta and ended up in Gainesville, where her and her husband bought some property just, well, just outside of Gainesville in, mm, I know the name of the place and I forgot it and I didn't write it down, <laughs> McKinnopy? I, have I no think idea. so. Um, in 1983. Okay. So there... They started what they called the House of Prayer for All People, which just pretty much known as the House of Prayer. At that point, it was a nonprofit. Well, at all points, I think it was a nonprofit. Um, and they aimed to help recovering addicts, but they ended up running essentially a boarding school caring for other people's children that I guess Anna Young thought needed help. Like they had good intentions. I yeah, I really think they did have good intentions, but I also think she was a little nuts, a little cray cray, a little off her kilter. Perfect yeah. for Florida. Real shocking with Colts. So I have some testimony from a neighbor named Billy Mountain. Nice, and he says uh, this is after they left the property years later. And he says, the children were kept well guarded. You really only saw them when they went out front to pray. They would be kneeling in a similar way to a Muslim prayer. And they would say, Jesus, 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 over and over again. And it's the only prayer they knew. That's all they would say. That's that's the whole prayer. What's the intent behind that? So I read somewhere that it was like, speaking to the demon inside of them to try to get like the mm. demon out okay yeah but, i mean it's like when you do yoga and you like breathe in like the light and yeah, so like the, that's not the only prayer <laughs> that's prayer, true quote There's unquote. other like words you can use but okay. yeah so um but they also carried bibles with them 
was like, you would think you would have more than one prayer. There's a whole lot of words There's in the Bible. There's a whole lot of words in the There's Bible. There's a lot of people in the Bible, too. But yeah. that's what Young wanted, I guess. Anna Young. She was keeping it easy for them. Yeah. Super easy. So according to the same neighbor, he spoke with new members because he was curious as to how they were gaining so many. And he was told by several of them that they were in prison and that the house of prayer would help them get out of prison. They went in and lobbied for the prisoners, vowed to get them jobs and be responsible for them. One guy the neighbor spoke to was desperately wanting to leave. And the neighbor said he looked terrified, but if he left, he'd go back to jail. So, hmm. I guess prison was sounding like a better option. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, that's... That's, that's a tough choice. That's, yeah, that is a tough choice. So, according to Mountain... I love his name. It's such a great name. I wonder what he looks like. Like, is he a big mountain? Is he like Game uh, of Thrones mountain? Or is he like... Billy Goat Mountain? Right. I don't know why, because his name is Billy, Billy the Mountain Goat. Yeah, or is he like a little guy and they just call him Mountain because like, you know. But I think that's his last name. Billy Mountain? Doesn't sound real. It doesn't. Maybe it's made up to protect his identity. Maybe. And he was a mountain. Yeah. Or a tiny little hill. Just (laughs) the opposite. So, um, according to him, there was a large outdoor oven. And they kept it going 24 hours a day. What did they use the oven for? Well, he had his suspicions, but he's not 100% sure. He'd stay up some nights watching them go back and forth to the oven all night. And his first instinct was that they were putting bodies in it. Yeah. Because that's what my first instinct would be, too. Uh-huh. Unless they're making a lot of fucking pizza. I was, I was also thinking pizza. Yeah. But bodies. Uh, bodies seems more likely yeah or what else brisket what's something you could like i think they were making fried people yeah fried pickles fried Fried people people fried pickle people Mm -hmm. uh with ranch with ranch (laughs) so after the house of prayer left their home in gainesville the mountain Mountain, whatever. Billy. Yeah, Billy Mountain, the neighbor, saw a man wandering around the property. So he confronted him. And the man said his sister was killed there. And they were abused there. And he lifted his, he lifted his shirt up to show Mountain the scars. And he said, Mountain said it was just shredded. Oh. Yeah. Wait, but going back to the oven, if they were burning people, wouldn't he have <laughs> smelled it? Because burnt, oh, burnt people. people smell it's really not bad. A he good didn't say smell. anything about a smell. So maybe they were just stoking the fire. Maybe it was their like warmth. Maybe. Maybe the that maybe she made the people sleep outside. Yeah. Or maybe it's like But a he said bond. they were going back and forth. Right. Well, I mean, he didn't have to keep oven. the fire. Maybe they had. Maybe they cooked all their meals at night. Maybe. Maybe there was a lot of people and they had to do a lot of cooking. But outside? They also wouldn't be burning bodies outside. That's way too obvious. Yeah. And it smells. Like people know. That's true. A lot of questions about this oven. Yes, yes, yes. Have to think about it. So 
that man that was on the property described some of the abuse and they said that there used to be an 18 wheeler on the property and um the people would be chained up in there for days and occasionally given just enough water to survive Hmm. yeah so back to the children sometimes the people that anna was helping would bring their children guessing this is how she got so many damn children mm-hmm. for a lot of articles to call it a boarding school yeah well and it sounds like she like they lived like in the room with her and there was like a lofted area where they would all sleep and like so like she was caring for the kids even when the parents whether the parents were around or not like she essentially just unofficially adopted them she wanted to be the mother of all yeah, and she went by, I didn't mention that, she went by Mother Anna. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's a lovely name, but for a not-so-lovely person. Pretty much. So, one particular woman brought her son, John Neal, and her daughter, Catania, and Young offered to care for the children while their mother worked. Super sweet. Very kind. And initially, everything was great, but not for long. John recalled that Young believed his sister Catania had a demon inside of her and she would need to be punished. Young instructed John, who was six years old at the time, to beat his two-year-old sister. Mm. Yeah. It's not so nice. It's not so nice. Not nice. Like, fucked up for both of them. And, like, he's six, so he doesn't, like, understand. No. At all. She's just like, you got to beat the demon out of her. Do good. Yeah. But not good. Not good. So, Young would also have Catania running and placing Jesus, 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 Jesus over and over again. It's like running in place. She's two. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, walking into this house and just hearing people say Jesus? Like, I, so I was telling my mom the story and I was like, Oh my god, if I have to say Jesus one more time, I think I'm going to go psycho. Yeah. Like, I think you would become psychotic. I think so too. And it probably, like, isn't Jesus, like, after a while after you say No, that. it's like bowl. Mm-hmm. Bowl. 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 And bowl. <laughs> Jesus. 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 Yeah, no, yeah. it starts out like Jesus. It, or Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its. I always go to food, you guys know, but... Jesus, well, Jesus. 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 So she was... Poor Catania was running around in place saying Jesus, 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 and being deprived of food. Oh, so she's burning calories and not getting any. And she's two. She yeah. can't handle... And she's being beat. Yeah. She can't handle this. So, of course, she started to have seizures. Oh. And Young takes Catania to a doctor. But, of course, she doesn't believe in this shit medicine. Mm-hmm. Of course not. So she refuses to give her medication. So why even take her? Right? I I don't know. So probably so that Catania's mom, because I think her, her mom was still in the picture. Yeah. To make wasn't it look like suspicious. she made yeah, the effort to take care of her. Yeah. So that the blame wouldn't be put on her. 
So in fall 1983, Catania had a massive seizure and died after being on life support for two days. Poor baby. I know. That's so sad. Of course, John himself was being abused too, but he didn't think anyone would believe him, so he didn't speak up about anything. And he's so young, he doesn't understand. Of course, he doesn't know. And he obviously understands enough that he needs to say something, but he's doesn't he's too afraid he doesn't think people will believe him that's so sad so john had a friend who was another boy living there um at the same time named Iman harper and everyone called him moses and he was three years old and one day moses just disappeared he was just gone young said he had been given to monks who would raise him Hmm. okay or the fire or the fire. We'll see. We'll see. Moses pizza. <laughs> Poor Moses. So John's mom finally found the courage to leave the call when he was 12. And they moved to Georgia. That's good. Yeah. So is he the one that went back to the place? Um, So he's the one whose sister died. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the one that l- met Melton. No, no, no. He's not the one that went back. Oh, okay. actually, I don't know. He could be. It didn't name the person that went back. Mm. And, oh, yeah, she did say, he did say that his sister died there. Yeah. And Uh, he was beat up there. And he was beat up there. I always assumed that that guy was more of, like, an older adult when that happened to him. But it could have been John. Good detective work. Mm. I've been watching a lot of them lately. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the game. (laughs) So, fast forward to 1992. Um, when a complaint for child abuse was filed against Young, she was captured eight years later in the attic of a relative's home. Took him eight years. Dang. Eight years. Well, while she was hiding, she was using an alias, Elizabeth Mother Anna McDuffie. And she worked in home health care. Of course she did. Yeah. She even had authentic-looking documents, Her and her cover was blown when a worker saw her face in a National Enquirer article about the FBI's most wanted women fugitives. Hmm. Yeah. So that was a pretty good cover. It took... Eight years. That's eight years good. and a co-worker just randomly reading the National Enquirer. So it just goes to show how important those things are. Yeah, you got to read the National Enquirer. You never know which one of your friends is secretly a murderer. Yeah, and it's a good laugh, too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I like to read, look back at my hometowns. Yeah. Had mug shots and all the wanted people. And I'm like, yeah, man. The police blotters from my town are hilarious. Oh, same. Oh, it's so, so funny. I love it. Our guy has, we, they have like game shows on ours. <laughs> they have a wheel of fugitive. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they spin the wheel like every week and they pick a fugitive for everyone to be on the lookout for. Well, my town's like so safe that it's like, loud ruckus <laughs> kids in hot tub like it's so dumb because there's nothing happening there oh i want to live there that's so safe it's very safe my town is not it's safer than here but my hometown's not that safe yeah it's mostly drugs though and prostitution mostly drugs we've got a lot of drugs but yeah yeah um so once the cops got her she was charged finally in 2001 
And the reason that this complaint was filed against her was for bathing a 12-year-old girl in a steel tub with chemicals. Oh. Yeah. Because the devil was within her. The girl had severe burns from the incident. Of course. Of course she did. Chemical Chemical. bath. From what I've read, this isn't the only person that had a chemical bath. Yeah. Just the only one she got caught for. Yeah. And she got six months in prison. That's it? That's it. Six months. So, what's next? What's next? So, in... So, Young's daughter, always... Young's daughter, Joy. I I watched an interview that she did. And it was really interesting. She said, you know, she thinks that her mom really went in this with true intentions and good intentions and that she was mentally ill and there's a history of mentally mental illness in their family and how much she wishes she would get help and you know she was attempting yeah she was attempting to do things but she just wasn't doing them in the right way in the right way and when you're like not mentally stable yeah none of it makes sense exactly everything i think just got out of control Mm -hmm. so but young's daughter always believed that her mother had starved tortured and caged moses until he died which is kind of par for the course with what we've learned about yes. her. And in 2017, Joy, fi- Joy finally built up the courage to go to the police. Young was arrested at her house in Georgia, where she's been living for 15 years, 15 years using her husband's last name, Anderson. This bitch has had so many names. Yeah, she has. So, but good on her daughter for actually like reporting on her own mom. Yeah. I think that I'm just making sure that this is the right page I'm supposed to be going to. Yeah. Okay. So, during their investigation, multiple victims told police of chemical baths, beatings, and exorcisms. Hmm. And police were able to trace Young's path across the U.S. since the 1960s, and they discovered evidence of a long trail of vanishing kids. And that's it. That's my end point because I actually don't know what happened to her. To her. Well, because it was 2017. She got arrested at the end of 2017. So it's possible that she hasn't even been convicted yet. Mm-hmm. She hasn't gotten a trial or any of that's happened yet. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so they, and especially if they, they're opening this larger investigation since the 60s. They probably want to make sure they have everything yeah. before they even. And they, they do think that there are a lot more victims, obviously. Yeah. I mean, a trail of kids just following her, missing. Yeah. And across That's the entire country. fucking crazy. And she gets caught for one murder that I don't even know if they have evidence for. Right. Because they've never found his body. For all we know, he really did go and live with the monks. It's true. But we have a lot of firsthand accounts of what happened. What happened from people that endured it. So at least there's that. Well, I hope that one kid that with all the like scars is able to come forward. That's proof. Exactly. Having scars. And yeah, I don't know what other kind of documentation they would have. I did look up this place and they have like a Yelp and a Facebook and like... Oh. Like, Five star okay. review on the yeah, right? <laughs> People were like, this place is so great. I'm like, but great, great stay. Minus the murder. Yeah, you know, just the side of murder. It's fine. Yeah, great with the side of murder. Yeah. Okay, that's all mine. I'm going to close my little notebook. All righty. Fancy. Well, I guess time for mine. So I'm from Utah. Yay. Yay. 
so yeah it's a safe state very very safe <laughs> i think there's been like three murders in my town safe, but culty safe yes well <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh so i'm going to talk about so this cult doesn't really like have a name but they're the david family which was led by bruce longo okay bruce was born in november of 1938 in yonkers new york his father was a physician and his mother was a stay-at-home mom, obviously, during that time. Um, his mother was an Episcopalian and his father was Catholic. However, neither of them were extremely religious. But they did attend the Episcopal Church on Sundays and Bruce was an altar boy. Aw, he's a good little boy. But as most cult leaders were, uh, he was actually very good at convincing people like, to do things. Oh, of tell course, them you stories, gotta be. Right? You have to be charismatic. So he would show up late for school saying his father had broken his leg or some other terrible crisis had happened. And when he was five, he threatened to run away. Of course, his mom just ignored that. Like, kids say these things. Yeah. But he actually followed through and convinced the police officer to give him the money, enough money to take a bus and a taxi to his grandfather's house. What? This is a five-year-old. Like, what year was this? This is in 1938. Or, well, if he was five, so, like, 1940s. Okay. So, like, back then, I guess... It makes more police sense. Police were, like, child yeah. welfare. Like, this is the only option. Right. Kids are, like, walking around. They're like, okay, this is fine. Yeah. But, I mean, he still was able to be like, can I have enough money to do all this? That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So, he was... Even at five was charismatic. When he turned 17, he joined the army and was deployed in Korea. And then he went on to Fort Bragg, where he trained to be a paratrooper. Ooh. Yeah. Which is cool. But so while at Fort Bragg, he actually met a few Mormon soldiers and became very interested in the LDS religion. Mm. And he began to attend church and started to read the Book of Mormon. In 1959, he was discharged from the army and moved back to New York. He did continue to study and practice the Mormon religion. And he fell in love with it. His mother is quoted saying, he became fanatical. This changed him so much. All his friends, the people who had known him since he was born, he just changed. So he gave up smoking, drinking, I'm sure coffee, because no warm stimulants. Yeah. And no caffeine, right? No caffeine. Mm-hmm. Like no soda. Yeah. Kind of bubbles. That's why it's like they have, yeah. Well, you can have Pepsi, I think, which I'm sure, well... That doesn't make sense. There's, I feel like I saw Pepsi when Sprite, I was Sprite, maybe? They can have Sprite. Well, just like, yeah, no caffeine, no warm stimulants. So, they're... No warm stimulants. What is considered a warm stimulant other than coffee? That's, like, something I was told, but then I feel like it's kind of, like, one of those where only, like, very devout people follow that one. Like, tea? Yeah, tea. Like, I... Which, at one point, I heard hot cocoa, but I'm not sure if that's, like... I could see that, because chocolate. Yeah. When you say warm stimulant, I just think sex, so... Well, that's not allowed <laughs> until you're married, either. You're not allowed to have, like, sleepovers. You're only allowed to, like, kiss. Mm. Oh, yeah. I have a uh, family. I have some family that's oh, LDS. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. My, one of my uncle's families, wow. like, his... Yeah, his whole... What connection? Lineage. Oh, okay. Interesting, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's it's very interesting. Uh, so he basically uh he worked full time, 
in New York LDS activities, and he practically memorized the Book of Mormon. He even would have a quote for every occasion. So you could just quote it offhand. Oh. Yeah. I want a quote for every occasion. Not a religious one. Just no, a quote. Just a quote at all times. <laughs> I just want to always have a quote ready. So we just have to memorize the internet. Life goals. Life goals for every... Yes. Okay. We're going to become more educated. Yes. Got this. Uh, he told his entire family they were doomed to hell because they had not seen the truth of the LDS church. And he even told his grandmother he was no longer her grandson or her godson. And he basically disowned the entire family. Always disowning the family. Always. First step. So he decided to move to Utah, where he enrolled in the Mormon College Brigham Young University, or BYU, as we like to call it. He became a Spanish major, which I don't know why you become a Spanish major, but okay. Yeah, that's really out there compared to like... Right? Was he wanting to convert? I think that was like the ultimate plan to be able to like learn Spanish to convert. But I imagine there aren't a ton of Hispanic people in Utah. Well, we'll get to. Okay. Keep going. Uh, So he soon met a woman named Margaret Erickson. She was from Sweden and actually had been converted by some visiting missionaries. And she Missionaries doing their work. Yep. So she had come to America to serve in the church. And Longo soon proposed to Margaret because they usually get engaged within like six months. Makes sense. Because no sex. So got to move fast. Yep. She then dropped out of school mid-semester to marry him, support his church work, and became a good LDS wife. And they quickly had two children. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Very fast. So a huge part of the Mormon religion is the missions that they go on. Yeah. So that's why you could go on missions. And you can do them throughout your life. There's like yeah. adult missions and stuff too. So the Spanish is helpful for yeah, especially, especially like to major in it in I college. Still, it doesn't make sense. It's like to having me. an English major but in Spanish, right? I like, mean, are you if you're English, you can do like there's some stuff with it. But, but like, are you reading Spanish novels? And right. I don't even understand. You're, and then you have to like learn it. If you don't know any, then you have to. Just, and no. what if you're really bad at it? I took five years of Spanish. Five years. I'm terrible at it. I took five years of French, and I, I nope. Yeah, I could you not carry a conversation. Hear me in Mexico. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> it's not good. No, I'm like hola <laughs> or like bonjour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my accent's terrible. I can read it okay, mm-hmm. but yeah, in five years, right? Matt, can you imagine? No, being bad at learning languages and deciding to become. I know it doesn't make sense. Major. I'm like. College is, no, but whatever. So, question. Okay. It was practical for him, I guess. He wanted to do it, so I guess that's fine. Uh, so, he, so part of the Mormon religion is the missions. So, basically, they're sent to different places around the world to help convert people into the religion. Girls are sent for about 18 months, and men are sent off for about two years. And they're set up in pairs so that they don't get lonely. They always have a buddy. An extra six months for guys. Mm-hmm. I think that it, because before it was only guys, and I think more recently women wanted to start going on them. So but I, the extra six months was too long for women? Well, I think they also want women to be able to go back and, like, meet their husbands and start. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So. I, I mean, in that six months, they could almost have a baby. Right. I mean, that six months is they could meet their man and get yeah. engaged. It's still weird. It's 
All right, so they have a buddy. So they have I'm a buddy. I'm guessing these are not co-ed buddies. They nope. Good, good. <laughs> the next part, yes. Girls are always with girls, and boys are with boys. Very Got it. Because that's not allowed. Yeah. Um. So of course, with Bruce being the devout Mormon he was, he went on a mission, and he was actually sent to Uruguay in the na- early 1960s. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah. Use the Spanish. He he got to use the Spanish. And so he went with his partner was Skip Danes, and he said Longo was very dedicated to the cause. Oh, I do not doubt it. Nope, not at all. He even he often forgot to eat and soon became sick with hepatitis and jaundice, and with a little dash of hearing of the voices. Mm. That happens, you know. So they're going to send him home, and while he was recovering in the hospital, he actually baptized a doctor and two nurses into the church wow that's how good he was and listen committed. he should just that is his calling he yep he he's meant to be a, a leader so he goes back to utah and he was actually staying with skip's parents his buddy and they actually weren't mormon and they asked him to leave because he kept trying to convert them <laughs> i be, would do the same thing be like <laughs> no dude leave uh, he even forced the mother to pray on her knees, even though she had severe arthritis. So, bye. Get out. Yeah. So, this is when things started to take a turn for the interesting. He began to have revelations, as they do. He believed he was going to be a key figure in the church, and he even blessed his son to be a prophet and demanded that a portion of the tithing was given to him. And in the Mormon religion, they're required to give 10% of their uh, salary to the church. Every member is required to do that. So, basically, he's asking that some of that salary is given to his son. I'm going to start a religion. Right? Because I want 10% of everyone's salary for just telling them to be better people. Just be better people. Yeah, exactly. Good times. Well, we can just be like the happy church. Yeah, but less political. Yeah. Less, like, no politics, just happy. Just happy. We're just going to, like, get together. We're going to eat good food. Yeah. There's going to be fried pickles and ranch. Hell yeah. Not fried people pickles. No. Just just regular. Just normal pickles. Yeah, and ranch. And we're just going to hang out. Yeah. And it'll be great and happy. And if you're an asshole, you can just leave. And then, yeah, you're out. And there's going to be no murders, no, like, abuse of any kind. Yeah. Happy. Just happy. Just happy. So, yeah, so he basically starts to get a little loco. He began to write letters to the church and to the Israeli Neset. The Israeli what? The basically the parliament of, like, the Israeli, like, government. That's what I thought that meant. Yeah, but I, I had to, I think, I could be wrong, but that's what the gist I got from it. So he stated, I am the father of Jesus Christ that you slew, and the only one that can deliver you. Without me, you will perish. And I am the father of Israel, and the blood of Israel runs through my veins. But yep, doesn't make any sense. Yep. So he's supposed to be Mormon, but now he's... Yep. So, but he thinks that somehow being the Mormon that he is makes him God, even though the Mormon religion is a branch of christianity right which is and like israel would be jewish yeah so. this doesn't make any sense keep going loco as you know as they like do. i'm pretty sure when the religion divided into three separate religions yeah or he went 
to a whole separate like baby branch. Yeah, he just made like a little, the little one. Yeah. Or he's everything because he, he thinks is, he's everything. He is all. And another letter he proclaimed to be the new president of the Mormon Church, and called the Mormon Church president at the time, Spencer Kimball, an evil shepherd. And your people are perishing in the ignorance and unbelief. So, obviously, the church wasn't happy. They're perishing. They're perishing. So, they're like, okay, bye. And him and his family got excommunicated. And at this time, Longo decided to change his name to Emmanuel David. And his wife changed hers to Rachel David. She went totally different. Yeah, that's not, like, religious in, like, any way. Just David. Because they all wanted to be David. Yeah. But Rachel. But Rachel David. Yeah. What year was this? This was like 60, the who, 60s. Who? Yeah. Okay. I mean, were people named Rachel in the 60s? I don't know. Evidently. Yeah. Well, she was. Uh, so his friends actually believed Longo was a prophet and they did stand by him. And they too were excommunicated from the church for their beliefs. And they all decided to move into a communal home as they do. Yep. And one of the families that they moved in with actually ran a knife factory. Ooh. Yeah. That's useful. It's a little different. (laughs) And they made him a huge sword. And a neighbor reported seeing a long-haired man that was getting fat carrying around a a three-and-a-half-foot sword. (laughs) Which I, like, the visual is just amazing. that He's just, like, walking around with a sword. I also like getting fat. I know. Like, I just imagine him, like, in The Lion King, the Hakuna Matata, as he's aging. Yep. And the whole time, he's this man that's getting fatter, but has a sword. The whole time. Yep. It's a very good visual. It's yep. It's really great. <laughs> I also feel like he's wearing, like, a, uh, uh, oh, what is that? A kimono? No. no. It's, you're on the right track, but what are they called? The The one that they wear for, like, white belt, black belt. Oh, the oh, I don't know. Why can't I? I don't know. Martial arts wear. (laughs) You know, yeah, that thing. (laughs) That thing. I feel like he's also wearing that and (laughs) horribly breaking blocks. (laughs) Well, he was claiming that a time would come when he would use it to chop off the heads of thousands. Valid, valid, valid. So. That's what I would have a sword for. Yeah. So in case was, anyone ever attacks me. He zombies. was prepared for it, right? Yeah, me too. <laughs> Good Chopping off the heads of zombies. So maybe we need to get a three and a half foot sword yes. and we'll just start walking around with it. While we get fat. While we get fat, eating our fried pickles. I already got that part working. Oh, stop it. <laughs> but I do love food, so. Exactly. It's coming. Uh, so he basically would con- continue telling anyone that would listen that he was the son of David, it was himself both a prophet and the Holy Ghost. And he said the Mormon church, the one that had accepted him many years ago, then excommunicated him because his beliefs changed, was actually inspired by the devil. Whose beliefs changing now. Right? So he loved them, but now they're the devil. Just saying, maybe it's you. Yeah. If you keep getting dumped, (laughs) maybe it's you. Maybe you're the problem. Uh, he believed that a great cloud was going to descend on the Salt Lake City Mormon Temple, and a bolt of lightning would split it in half, and the entire building would burn. And mind you, it's not just like a building. It's like a, a bunch yeah. of land. But okay, that's fine. It's all going to burn. I mean, it, LA is all going to burn. That's so true. It's not. Don't doubt it. 
That's true. It it is a desert, so it can get yeah. But but they water that thing. They take very good oh, care. Oh, I'm sure they do. Oh yeah, it's sacred. Yeah, it's sacred land, and ten percent of every Mormon of their salary goes That's towards so it. much fucking money. It's a lot of money. There's so many Mormons. Mm-hmm. And they're not broke. Mm-mm. What's that one? The presidential candidate? He was one, too. He's a... Oh, I don't know. I think he was one. But Can you imagine 10% of, like, a presidential candidate's salary going to... Mm-hmm. But also, isn't that a conflict of interest? Is that allowed? That's fine. I mean, I guess. You separation of... Church and state. Mm-hmm. As long as you uphold that, I guess that's all that matters. I mean, look at what we have as a president right now. I don't think it's <laughs> all right. It's fine. Getting on political <laughs> and scene. <laughs> uh, so people reported that he was very good with speaking to others. He was so inspiring that he could have sold refrigerators to Eskimos. He was very good at it. So he went back home in New York and told his mother that he was the Holy Ghost. Of course, she didn't believe him. I think Eskimos would appreciate refrigerators. Yeah, instead of, like, digging in the ice and, like, <laughs> being, like, dude. But, yeah, so he, okay, okay yeah. yeah, he would have been able to do it. Uh, so, yeah, he told his mom, he's the Holy Ghost, she didn't believe him, and he asked her to come stay with them as long as she followed the rules. She okay. obviously said no. Yeah. So, bye. So, he went back to Utah, and he would, he called home a lot, but the conversations would vary. One day, he'd apologize for disrupting their lives. Other times he'd call to say that he and his family had rented out an entire floor of a hotel and that he had plans to buy a yacht, a mansion, and soon planned to visit New York and take his mom on a shopping spree. How is this guy making money? Just getting... We'll get there. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm hanging tight. Yep. So you are just like jumping the gun (laughs) on this one. So his mother questioned where the money was coming from and he would just respond, you'll see. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. That sword. He told others that he was going to be fabulously wealthy. So wealthy that he could march right down to the shopping center in downtown Salt Lake and buy a million dollars worth of socks. Which no one needs. What the? No one needs needs a million dollars worth of socks. And I just like envision like a room filled with so many socks. Like I would just be jumping in socks. Just socks. Where would you even store those socks? You would have to have a huge house. Yes. Well. To have a room full of socks. So, going on with that, he would sh- he showed his friend Skip photographs of an $8.8 million Spanish colonial estate in Phoenix. Of course, it was Spanish colonial. Yep. Uh, saying that he was going to buy it. So, he'd have plenty of room for those socks. One time, he even brought over what appeared to be a signed purchase order for close to $320,000 worth of rare imported china. Okay. Yeah, I don't. So he would visit and he would even visit a car dealer regularly to study the Rolls Royce. And once he study it, I feel like if you got that money, you're just buying it. Right. But he just that was the car he wanted, but he wanted to make sure he was ready for it. So once a year, he would drive it out uh, and he would take it to a Salt Lake home that he liked. They would knock on the door and tell the owner that he admired his home and would like to buy it from him. So he'd like play this, like play it all out. But so it turns out what he was actually doing was moving with his family all over the country from hotel to hotel. And he would just establish himself as a good customer by paying cash in large amounts and then frequently running up the bill and then being asked to leave. So he would just like uh, put down a deposit and then be like, yeah, and yeah. then, then keep okay, bye. 
Uh, he stayed at the at a Holiday Inn from August 1974 until June of 1975, and they eventually moved into a five-room suite that cost about 120 a day. Mind you, this is the 70s, oh, so yeah. I was like, wait, I was like, what? wait a second, never mind. This is like I would pay 120 right, for a five-room suite. I'm like, I wonder what that would mean now. They would hundred dollars a day, maybe more. Five and yeah, oh, like a thousand. It would probably be like a thousand, eight hundred maybe, for a not very great one. Right. I mean, it is the Holiday Inn, so probably. Oh yeah, probably wasn't very great. Right. But yeah, whatever. Okay. So, uh, they would order room service and paying. It. So, yeah, they ordered a lot of room service. You know, just like kept building it yeah. up. They believed that. It was actually they were paying with money orders from Sweden, which is where his wife was from. Oh. So they think that like his family was sending over things. So she's probably like, we're struggling, send us money. Um, but they're not quite sure. Uh, they would also get long distance phone calls in from Sweden almost every day. And gradually the money stopped, obviously. And David had paid between 20000 and $30,000 of cash by that point. Damn. It's crazy. And by the time that they evicted him, he had run up a bill that was about $10,000 extra that he hadn't, w- wasn't able to pay. So I just booked it. Like, bye. Uh, he did the same thing at the Red Lion Motor Inn in Missoula, Montana, where he owed about $5,000. Um, so the entire time that they were traveling, they had other profits following them. They would either live in the neighboring states or n- with them. And of course, men and women were. Yeah separated of course because shocker so for example sterling peacock who had changed his name to matthias david and paul chipman who was jonathan david so they all had to go under a religious name and then a david yeah so they moved to spokane in 1974 and opened up a karate studio Ooh, spokane is great yeah actually i haven't been there but i want to go but i love washington it's great i like it recommend Good, good time. So he decided, or our good old friend Emmanuel decided that Matthias and Jonathan were really archangels, and he renamed them Michael and Raphael. Okay. So now they're arch archangels. Uh, he and so Emmanuel believed that the federal government was about to collapse. He promised to save the republic and become its new leader. And he told his archangels to sell the karate studio and go to Washington, D.C. to await the government's collapse. Are we sure this isn't the guy that tried to run for president? Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just, like, still still going. <laughs> I mean... 40 years later? Yeah. I mean, 50? he's only less than 10 years older than my mom. He'd be in, like, his 80s now? Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was him. But. No, probably not, but yeah. I'm just saying, he could yeah, do it. He could have done it. I mean, he was very charismatic. Or he could have come back as... Well, they did believe. Well, yes, again, we'll get there again. Okay. <laughs> Jump in the gun. Um, He sent them there with only a few hundred dollars, and of course, they quickly ran out of money, and were forced to live on the streets, often sleeping on the grates, like the subway grates for heat. Oh, that's not fun. Uh, surprisingly, they didn't lose faith, and they continued to call him by collect phone call every day. So yeah. he just continued to encourage them, like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So finally, after a year, David ar- ordered his archangels to return to Salt Lake, 
and he said that he had obtained the original tablets given to the Mor- Mormon church founder, Joseph Smith. Ooh. So, when they got back, he didn't have the tablets. Of course. But he claimed that he himself was the tablets. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm, he's a tablet now. He's a tablet. That's a new one. You're right. He himself has now is he is the person. That's really that's unique. Right. So, Gotta hand it to so him. So he knows everything. It's fine. He probably like and he's probably able to just spew something out for them. Yeah, because he has the whole freaking Bible memorized. I know. So in May of nineteen seventy seven, the family and their now seven children. So we're up to seven. They didn't really say where the other five came from, but they're just, there. Just, yeah, intermediate children. Yep. There's some children. So they're all back in Utah, and they were staying at the Alta Suite in the International Dunes Hotel, paying $90 a day for their hotel, which, again, don't know what that means now. Uh, they usually would use $100 bills, would order catered meals several times a week from a French restaurant, and they were so used to him ordering all these like lavish meals that they would include Napoleons and cream puffs for him. Ooh. They'd special make them just for him. So of that course, sounds really good right now. I know. I was always hungry. I want a cream puff. <laughs> oh, I went to Italy and I got like a four pack. It was so good. I still haven't been to Italy. The dessert you have to go just for the dessert. Okay. Okay. Should probably do that before I leave. Yeah, you should. They don't have that in Florida. Mm-mm. Add it to the list. Add it to the list. Adventure time. <laughs> oh, okay. So the sources of the money is still unclear. Some of it is believed to come have come from Scandinavia, obviously where Rachel's uh, parents and brother lived. And more is thought to have come from people who believed what David said about his own divinity. So basically people are sending him money. Yeah. Uh, it's believed that Matthias, the guy from before, the archangel actually made up a story that he was related to a nine-year-old girl that was suffering paralysis and desperately needed money. So he asked a friend if he could spare any money. The friend did donate the money, but of course, it was never used for a nine-year-old. Of course. See, and I was just about to say they had a GoFundMe. Yep. yep. The, <laughs> their their day mo- GoFundMe? Yeah, exactly. Yep, exactly. But Which I guess was like busking with a sign. Basically. Yeah. So, uh, he actually, Matthias was caught for it because it was an interstate wire defrauding someone of their money. Mm. So, and then it's believed two other members did the same thing and they were put under investigation. And of course, this made authorities aware of the David family and they began to investigate them. And apparently this was just too much for Emmanuel because on July 31st, he ran into ship's shop crying. That's a whoa fun one. Ship's, ship's shop crying. I was like, what ship's did shop. you just say? So he ran into skips, ship's skips shop. Skips, skips shop while crying. While crying. Okay. Saying that everything was coming to a resolution and that he needed to borrow his truck. Emmanuel then drove into the mountains and was found dead two days later, killed of carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, damn. So he basically put a tube, put it into his window, and bye-bye. Bye bye. So, of course, Rachel, the wife, she didn't handle this well. She was informed of her husband's death, and the police officer reported that she expressed excitement and concern. Strange. And she spoke of her fears about how she would continue to pay the bills and care for their family. I mean, yeah. 
It's concerning. It's not great. So. But couldn't she just ask the same people that were giving them money before? Well, she wasn't as charismatic as him. And yeah. like. But you would think that like the people would be like, oh no. You would think. But, but she didn't yeah. try to or care for that because the next day she went up to the roof with all seven of her children, stacked two chairs and pushed each one of them off the roof onto the like the there's so it's like a two story type thing so yeah. like so they all fell onto like the second part of the hotel and then she jumped right after them fuck man i'm getting goosebumps i know it's Chills. it's really sad uh so all of them passed away except for one Oh, my God. One survived. of the girls survived, and she was apparently in critical care. She was in lots of surgeries. They had no idea if she was going to survive. She came out of it. She was obviously had brain damage. She couldn't speak very well, and she was going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of her life. Oh she no. was just the lone survivor of it. Do we know what happened to her? Um, she. So they said that she went and lived with her uncle. Which was, like, another member that wasn't really her uncle, but was her uncle. Yeah. But it is weird that they would let her go to go live with someone that's, like, part of this group that tried to kill her. But maybe because she didn't have anyone else and it was better than foster care. Right. But you think also, like, the grandma. maybe. The grandma who lives in New York. Yeah. But if he said he was her uncle, they have no proof that he's not. That's true. Maybe he, like... Or maybe they had something written up. Maybe. But, so she went and lived. God, that's so fucked up. That's so crazy. So, yeah. And she, so she went and lived with him. We don't know from there. Yeah. Because after this happened, there isn't, like, very much about yeah them. I'm sure she lived in relative obscurity. Yeah. And she couldn't, like, speak. And Oh, yeah. She can't speak. It's like, she could, but yeah. it was, like, very delayed and hard for her to do it. Oh, that poor girl. I know. And it's crazy because people, like, were watching it and, like, telling her to stop. And, like, they all watched them just keep going. It's so sad. Fucking terrible. So it was later reported that the children were very quiet and calm. They never used the swimming pool. They never used public playgrounds. And they said that they would emerge from the suite about once a week. And on those occasions, they would follow quietly behind their parents. The boys would wear neat braided hair, just like their father did. And all of them were orderly and polite. Hmm. When people spoke to them, they looked up at their father, waiting for him to smile or nod his approval before they would speak back. And the children actually left artwork in the motel. There was charcoal sketches and watercolors of just, like, landscapes. They left journals where they wrote about what they had learned and that their father was the holy man and was going to save the world. And one piece of paper said, praise these be to Emmanuel, King of Holiness, our Father, by the Son of David. That's so sad. It's so sad. After his death, his followers still believed in him. About a dozen members of the family of David in Spokane in Denver were keeping alive the belief that Emmanuel, David, is God, and they believed that the God was about to return, and they prepared for his second coming. They claimed that the Star of David belongs to Emmanuel, David, and not to Jews. And they also say white people are the real Israeli Israelites. Okay, whatever. That how does that even make sense? I I don't know. And they are the true children of God. And when people ask about their belief, they give them a letter 
In the letter, they outline their beliefs and commitment to the man they still say is God. They denounce Mormons and Catholics as the Antichrist. They also say that they are reincarnated biblical figures, Moses, Abraham, Adam, Eve, and others. Listen, I have to come like commend them for having it written out on a piece of paper though instead of explaining it to everyone they're just like here's a pamphlet <laughs> we know have my very large card with all of go. the information this is, this is all you need to know yes i, I do i just want to have like a pamphlet about myself it's nice to meet you <laughs> i am from utah this is every yep <laughs> these are questions you're gonna ask me these are not true these are true Yes, it's great. So, of course, when people ask about the cult, they say that they don't belong to a cult or a church, but they belong to an extended family. Okay. And when asked if other members were going to follow the suicide pact, they say that is an outrageous assumption, and they don't describe those events as crimes. They don't believe it was like a crime. They just think. Well, for one, I don't think it would be a considered a suicide pact. They were never like, we're all going to kill ourselves. Mm-hmm. He just offed himself because life was getting was, shitty. Yeah, he was too scared of going to jail. It was just yeah. too much for him. So He was going to disappoint the world and himself. It just doesn't make sense because he had so many followers or whatever. Like, why wouldn't you just g- run away? Yeah. Go live. And he kept running away. Right. And so maybe it was also like the money and everything. Maybe everything was just too much, too heavy. Yeah. But then, then like for the mom to do that is the yeah. part that's just too much. But it sounds like they were kind of probably brainwashed a little bit and like because they're just so proper and very. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was like a pact. Well, that and like made. she's like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Like she literally, well, what were her options? Because she's probably been, she's been following him mm-hmm. her whole life. But to like push seven children off of a roof is insane absolutely insane it's while people are yelling at you to not to do not it. do it yeah and she's still just like that's not like a middle of the night outbreak where you like just snap Mm-mm. like she thought about it because it's like 7 30 in the morning like okay let's go let's all kids. get dressed for the day mm-hmm. poor kids so, again, this all happened in the 70s, so there isn't very much material about what happened after, um, but I would say they're probably, it's safe to say that they're probably still a big old family and still practicing. Maybe. You think? Maybe. Hmm. I guess there's really no way of knowing. Yeah. At least they're not doing crazy shit. Yeah. They didn't, they just, like, defrauded people and, like, yeah. you know, but we're living a good life until that point. Yeah. All right. Well, that was interesting. Yeah, it was not a good ending. It was a very sad ending. So I'm sorry for everyone. Yeah. But that is the David family from Utah. Sweet. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. Guys, gals, and ghouls. Ghouls. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know the drill. Uh, find us on the interwebs at Bang Bang Cult on Instagram and Facebook. Bang Bang Cult at Gmail. If you want to write us a little thing. Yeah, we like letters. We like things. We like to read things. Yeah. So that's that. Oh, and rate us if you're listening on one of those platforms that does that. Great. Um, five stars, please. We'll love you forever. Okay. Okay. Ta-ta for now. Bye. Bye.